1: Gali Mera, Gali Spera, whatever time you're watching, this is Mappa. I'm still, and I've got a special guest with me, Jimmy Mwanga, how you doing bro, you good? I'm grand, I'm grand, surviving, and yourself? Yeah, all good. All good, all good. We were talking earlier about the weather and now it seems to have got darker in Cyprus. So what's yes, happening? I no, 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 the clouds. I think it's you I think you're <laughs> the line. I think that's what it is. I've jinxed it. I, I'm, I'm sorry, jinxed. man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, for those of you watching, I'm not sure who Jimmy is. Jimmy is the Ormelia striker. He scored at the weekend in the one, club's one-all draw. They sit third in the table and Jimmy is in his second spell in Cyprus and We spoke about this before, we had a few technical problems, but I know you were born in South Africa, you moved to Ireland at a very young age, you spent some time at the Nike Academy at St. George's Park, big experience for you, but in terms of your career progression since then, I know you went to the United States and then went to Cyprus, so just give us a brief overview of your time at the Academy, the Nike Academy, going to the United States and then how your move to Cyprus came about. Right, so I can actually give you how even the Nike Academy gave about, came about, to be honest. Like sure. yeah,
2: How would it start? I was, I was like 16, I was in secondary school and, you know, I was training. I decided now that, you know, football is what I want to do, you know what I mean? So I was training on my own, but, you know, with the way football is, it was in Ireland. I mean, it's better now, but the way it was in Ireland growing up, it's like there was not much, you know, gateway for young players to... You know, get to the next level so I didn't really know how I would do it so just one odd night a friend of mine we we're in this group chat we we're in a group chat with a group of our friends and then he was in another group chat with like higher. it was doing they're doing higher maths or something and you know I wasn't in the higher maths group chat as you can tell maths was not oh. my strong point <laughs> we're here now anyway but look yeah he was in that group chat and one of his friends were like oh there's a Nike trial coming up coming up and they were talking together. And then that one friend of mine, his name was Joel. And he said to me, he said to us that, oh, this fella's going to this trial over in p And I'm like, what I said, my words exactly was, are he shite? Sure? How's he going there? <laughs> Those are my words exactly. Like <laughs> keep it real, that's what I said. And then, oh, he shite? Sure? How's he going there? And then he was like, oh, I don't know. And so I'm like, Do you know what? If he's going there, or I can go there. Like, when's the next time Nike's going to come to Dublin? So I'm absolutely going there. So then... But it texted him asking about it, and you know what he was like. He was like, oh, no, there's no trial, and you know that way. So I had to work my way around it. So the next day, I was like, all right, what am I going to do? So I was like, all right, you can sign up online. I went online, and they were like, ah, the sign-up is it's finished. And I was like, ah, you know what? That doesn't matter. I'm still going there. So I was like, all right, how much money do I have? So I looked, I had exactly €2.50 in me drawer, and I'm like, all right, I have wow. to make a place called P-Mount. So from Luquen to P-Mount, it's kind of far away when I was like, all right that's only enough for me to go there but not enough to come back but you know what this is what you do for your dreams so you're just gonna go and see what it is you know what I mean just a one way so I was like all right I had to take two buses down there so when I get there now I'm like all right here I am so I was like 16 at the time and then they were like I seen all the Nike vans and everything was all set up you know we'd never seen that like it like in, in Dublin at the time so then I went up anyway ready to sign up and then they were like well how old are you and I was like Oh, i'm 16 they're like ah you need your parents to to sign you up and my parents are at work at the time so then i rang my ma but i was on one percent so i was like all right if i ring my ma and she says i'm allowed to train will you just let me try and they're like all right yeah we'll do that so i ring my ma then, as she answers the phone days <laughs> and then they're like ah oh, sorry mate you can't train so no. i'm like Hell. so i'm like how am i gonna do this so i had to get creative now so then there was a trial going on there because Nike were doing it throughout the day. They started at 7 a.m. and I think finished at 7 p.m. So there were about over a thousand people coming to try out for the Nike Academy in Dublin. So then now I'm looking at the crowd now and I'm I'm watching the trial going on and I'm trying to think. And then this is the one time where I have to commend the English that they've came through for the Irish. This is the one time I see this one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I see this one fella anyway in the crowd. This this black fella, I seen him, and I go, do you know what? I could say he's my uncle and they would know so i said let me go and ask him sure you know i have nothing to lose i have no bus fare to get back home anyway so when there's a will there's a way you know so i went up to him and i go mate you know what i didn't know he was english at the time but then he told me he was from manchester came down with his son and all that and i told him look i have this problem i've come a long way and you know i told him his story then he goes no problem mate let's go i'll tell him i'm your uncle i said he goes yeah sound went up And then I said, Yeah, my uncle's come all the way. (laughs) And then they were like, Yeah, no problem. So he signs the consent form and all he just helps me don't fucking get injured. And no, then I said, Yeah, no, I won't, I won't. So then they give me the Nike gear and all that. And then yeah, went in and I trained. And then they liked me and they were like, Can you stay for the 5 p.m. session? And I was like, another session. I was like, Yeah, I have no bus for back home, so sure, why not? I have nowhere to go. So I'm like, all right, stayed and I trained again. Then they asked me to stay for another session again. So they must have really liked me. So I'm like, all right, I'll stay. And now in that last session, I'd seen someone who actually lived in my area. So that's how I got home that day. It's Cause someone who lived in my area was coming for the 7 p.m. trial. So then he took me home that way. And then anyway, after doing the three sessions with them, then a few days later, I get a call. What's up, it's Matt from Nike. And I'm there buzzing like, what the fuck? You know, that kind of way. And they're like, we have a second trial now that's happening at the Etihad, like where Man City train. And they were like, so now that's where it's going to be people from Manchester, London, and the people from the Dublin trial. So all together now to, you know, to train for a week at the Etihad. So we we were saying that the Etihad, the, the accommodation, and then you train for a week and then they pick several, so 40 people. They pick six people then to go to Paris, to Clairefontaine. That's where the French national team train. Yep, and that's then right. you go over there and now you're, now what we've done in dublin and then what they've done in manchester they have done that in in brazil in berlin in everywhere around the world all the best young players they taught now come together in clairefontaine and then we all train now to be part of the nike academy so anyway i get to manchester going back to get back to get to manchester airport now and then i'm expecting to see you know because there was a thousand people so i'm expecting to see you know at least 10 or 15 irish and I seen Matt from Nike, was on the phone, too, and I tell him, well, where, where's the rest of them? Do we have to wait for them? I was like, are they at the Etihad already? He goes, no, mate, you're the only one they picked. I'm like, fuck off, Okay. out of a thousand or something people. He was like, yeah, you were the only one they picked. And I was sure I couldn't believe it. Like, I was like, do you know what I mean? I was like, we end up anyway, driving to the Etihad. And anyway, it was my first time there. And then, yeah, we got there and I end up actually staying in, The accommodation that like was for Joe Hart at the time, if he was staying at the stadium. So everyone was staying in a room. It was just, it was unreal. So we had to then stay, we stayed there for a week and you can only imagine what the facilities were like. And I was the only Irish person there and everyone else was either from Manchester or from London because they'd done the separate trials. And then yeah, done the, the training for a week, stayed there. And then at the end, I was the last one to get called. And then, uh, yeah, they picked six people to go represent uh, Team Great Britain and Ireland, because I was there, and then to go to Paris then in like a few months. So then, yeah, after a couple of months then, went to Paris. And then now, this was a, you know, I'd only grown up playing football in Ireland, obviously. Then the only other football I'd ever played outside of Ireland was in Manchester that time. So now, coming to Paris now, seeing all these young players from, you know, everywhere in the world, I was like, do you know what? I'm out of my depth here. I've never seen the likes of it. I've only seen this on telly. Some of the touches they were making—they were unreal. But then I said to myself, "Do you know what? These people are probably—they've probably been in academies and stuff like that. You know, in the countries they are. You know, Ireland. You know, it's not like compared to like like a Brazil or like Germany or something. It's not like that. You know, the system in terms of football. So I was like, you know what? They might be, you know, more trained than me in that way because I'd only ever done individual sessions, but. The one thing they won't do is work harder than me. I have that over everyone here. That's what I said to myself. I was only 16, 17 saying this. So then I was like, all right. So we stayed there for a week and I was just working me bollocks off. Not going to lie. I was just, you know, it was do or die for me. I was doing everything. I was like, this could be my last chance ever. It's either this to go back to Dublin and I don't know what's next. School wasn't my strong suit. So it was do or die. So yeah, for a week, I was just working, you know, really working you know, and then yeah, we played a match uh, at the end of the week, and then out of, there was like I think sixty people there or something. They picked twelve, but then my name didn't get called out, unfortunately. So I was like, Do you know what? I wasn't even disappointed because I was like, I gave everything. I was back to Dublin Airport. I was I was in bits. I was I was I was limping. You know what I mean? So I was like, I gave everything. So for me, you know, it is what it is. It's not meant to be. But then after a month, then you know, my dad, I was just training normally, you know, obviously I didn't have school or anything. I didn't do well in, in secondary school. And then my dad just called me one day and he was like, Jimmy, what are you what are you doing? I see you're still training. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a professional. That's what I'm going to be. And he was like, but how? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just going to be it, you know? So I just kept training. And then one day he just called me and he goes, I have something to read out for you. Then he read, congratulations. You've just signed for the Nike Academy. And I was just there. Yeah. Then from then that was the summer I think of 2016 I think or 17. Then yeah from there I had to literally had because I think one player got signed to I can't remember the French team. He was a French fella. He was a striker at the time. He was class and he played so well in the trial and they signed him uh, straight away from the trial. So that means there was I was the 13th player out of 12 that they had. So it was between me and someone and then he got the nod. But then one fella signed. So but they needed 12 and they were like, who was the next guy we thought and then. They picked me and then, yeah, went into the Nike Academy and then, yeah, was again there, blown away by the level of the talent. And, you know, it was a professional training. It was the first time I'd been in it. So I had to adjust and stuff. So it was a bit difficult for me at at the start, but I I worked my way in and then, yeah, December came and then they were like, look, this thing is going to fold over in a few months. So if you stay and then at the end, you know, you don't have a place to go after, you know, you, you know, we were kind of trying to help you out but at the time. I didn't understand it. And I kind of took it as a way of me getting kicked out. So I was like in tears and all, I was like, you know, I worked so hard for this. So I didn't understand it, but they were looking out for me best interest, which worked out in the end, as you can see. So then, yeah, after then there was a college, uh, Eastern Florida state college. They where they, they knew uh, one of the trainers, you know, they, I think that one of the trainers played for West Ham youth or something. And he was the same coach at, uh, at florida or something like they knew each other some way anyway and they'd watch my videos and then because you know the Nike academy they were doing highlight videos for us as well and then they were like yeah we like this jimmy fella and uh, yeah we want to bring him in so they gave me a full scholarship like you know off the rip full scholarship and everything and then yeah i moved my life over to america and then yeah i was there was at eastern state eastern florida state college for two years then after two years, I graduated from there. And then that was a junior college. So because my grades were not good in secondary school, so I had to go to junior college, get them up, and then go to a university after then. So then I went to Lewis University, which was just outside uh, Chicago in Romeoville um, in Illinois. And uh, yeah, I spent three years there. And then after that, the three years I graduated then, and I think it was 2021, uh, December. Then after then, yeah, looking to kind of go on to the professional game because, You know in america the way it is it's it's not really set up for internationals to to win in a way because you need then a green card and all these other things you know after you graduate to be able to play and earn money so there was a lot of difficulty so for me after graduating i was like look i'm not going to stick around for this you know time is of the essence here so i have to just bounce and get back to europe kind of that's how i was so i literally left after i graduate i didn't even do a graduation ceremony i just Got the credit. I'm getting out of here, <laughs> out there, you know what I mean? So yeah, so then after then, then I went to Greece and then I was kind of, you know, looking for teams to train with. And then I met this one, Um, I went to a cafe one day, I, was, I went to a gym and then I, I went to a cafe after the gym and then this one fella came up to me and was like, what sport do you play? And I was like, oh, I play football. Then he goes do you play it for fun or seriously i guess he was looking at me physique and he was like this fella's <laughs> and he was like, What's this fella eating so i was like yeah yeah i'm a footballer and i was like you you played seriously i was like yeah i played seriously and then he was like oh i know this one guy i went to college with and he's an agent and i was like are you messing with me now because this has just come out of nowhere he goes no yeah. no I'm he goes back gets his phone and then he gives me the number. Then he goes, send your highlight and your CV to this number. Send it to him. Then the fellow was like, oh, um, I, I like you and all that. We should meet up for a coffee. So I went to, to meet him for a coffee. I was in Greece at the time, and I went to 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 meet for him for a coffee. And then he was like, oh, he's an agent and stuff like that. And then he was like, look, I'm gonna try to find you a club. So then I went on trial with the team a couple of teams in greece and stuff like that but then there was a situation with like oh this club doesn't pay and all this stuff and i'm like yeah. look, if i'm gonna be living in another country like i can't have that come to find out i went through two of those experiences which i'll find out later on but then um, i was like look i can't have that and then so i was like nah that that won't work and then out of nowhere he was like oh there's a, a club in cyprus they they're looking for a striker and you know, I, I know the present and this is that. So you're going for a trial in two days. So it's like, all right. So then Thursday came. It was a like Thursday <laughs> <to get out. laughs> Literally flew to yeah, Larnaca and then went to Olympia and then yeah, doing a trial for six days and then I got signed. You know, so that's that was my that's my journey, literally. That's how I, I got to... Long story, but you know we got here. No, know. no, no, no! It's, so, yeah. it's incredible that's because you're, you're still
1: in you're in still young. That's the thing. You're still young, and you know yeah. to go through this all of this at, at the age that you're at, um, a lot of footballers wouldn't have experienced it. And you do have a lot of players who are perhaps you know they're late twenties and they're getting their first move abroad and they don't know what to expect. But when you went to Cyprus originally, I'm sure you were aware of the culture similar to Greece, but was there anything that stood out for you in terms of not only the, the quality of life but also the style of football? Because you was in the Nike Academy playing against some fantastic players, you're in the United States where the level is gonna be higher and more competitive, and there's more emphasis on the, the athletic side of, of football. So what did you what did you think about Cyprus when you when you first touched pitch? <laughs> I
2: mean, yeah, but... When I I first came down, you know, that was the thing. Like, the level of football was completely different than anything I'd played before. Because, I mean, the Nike Academy happened when I was 16, 17. Then after that, I spent five years in America. Now, in America, you know, people have this notion that America, oh, it's going to be easy, you get there. But you have people just like you. There's a lot of internationals and stuff like that. So they think, oh, you're going to get in there and play against 100 Americans who don't have a clue. But the Americans are good football players, you know, they are. And um, and you're playing with also other internationals who come from good backgrounds as well. So it's a good level. But one thing I will say about the training in America, like you said before, it's more emphasised on the physical aspect of the game. Like my physicality, if you see a picture of me from 2017 to like the end of 2020, 2021, I'm a completely different man because, you know, the, the emphasis on the gym and stuff like that is, and the nutrition and everything is they're so focused on that more than the technical side of football i'd say so it's about 60 40 in favor of you know physicality in that way so i think there was five years where i missed out on you know the the technical development that a player kind of needs so coming into olympia then you have all these players who i thought at the time you know amazing players who had you know good background and just great technical abilities like you know that I'd I'd really never played, uh, you know, in the five years in America, I'd never seen players of such, you know. So I had to, I had to take time to get used to kind of the level and stuff with that. Which you know, I'm always up for a challenge, but that was one thing I noticed when I first came that, do you know what, this is different gravy over here. Like they're zipping in the passes, you're, you know, one touch, two touch, and all that. You know, we didn't do that in America, so it was definitely different in that way.
1: For sure. Now you're at your second spell in Cyprus. You've started right. the season pretty well in all fairness. I know you guys are currently what third in the table? One yeah. point off top spot. So yeah. what can you tell us about Ormedia? Because I host a well, co-host a radio show on British Forces Radio, and Ormedia are one of the local clubs to the British bases. But I don't think there is much exposure. We know about uh Gozakhna, we know about Abel Gradiri. But what about Armedia? What can you tell us about the club?
2: I mean, for me, media is like a second home for me right now, you know. I, I love the place. Everyone is just, they're just so great over here. Like, since I came in, because the start of the year, because you said I had my second spell at, this is my second spell in Cyprus, but I was in Austria after uh, leaving Olympia. So I signed in Austria just as I'd done a half season in Cyprus, then, you know, went to Austria after. But then I got injured at the start of the year. So just tell you the backstory of that, I got injured at the start of the year in January. So I'd done six months in Austria, came back home for the Christmas, and I was like, look, just going to go and do training at this team called Athlone. Just going to go train and see what the level's like. It's been a few years. I haven't played in Ireland just to see what it's like. Maybe something for the future. You know what I mean? So I went in there. First training session ruptured my Achilles. You know what I mean? It, it, and it's just, that's football. You know what I mean? That, that happens. So yeah I got injured and then after then you know I mean two days I was back in the gym on one leg that's what I'm like you know what I mean I'm mad, I'm mad like that but for me I was like it was unexpected it, no one tackled me or anything it just happened you know just snapped and then yeah so six months to eight months I would have been out I didn't really have a club and you know obviously you're injured and stuff like that so I cancelled the contract with my club and then yeah it was kind of like in a place of you didn't know where you were going but you know, since the beginning, I've always had that mentality that I'll, I'll be somewhere, you know what I mean, as long as I do the right thing. So I just kept trying and, you know, even with what I could do, I, I had one leg, but I was like, look, I still have two arms and a chest and a back that needs working out, you know. So that was me. I was just working through it. And then once I was able to walk then in and then I was like, you know what, I, I can see myself being back by the summer. So then I kind of started doing that. Then I started seeing the physio who's he's the He's the physio for the irish national team so i've seen him frequently and then yeah so i was getting better and better and doing stuff on my own as well just every day working on the strength because i'd lost a lot of strength in my leg you know of course and the calf and everything so yeah i had to work my way back up and then i think um my agent then was working with you know where i could where i could find you know place clubs i could find and things like that and he went to cyprus then you know i think it was on holiday but also for work as well and then he was kind of talking to, you know, Ayanapa because I played against all these teams in the second division before, so, and seeing what was possible for me. But then, media then, no, the old coach for Oyanapa, Napa, uh, Spiros, he wanted me to go to Ayanapa, but then I ended up going to, to Austria instead, you know, but I would have gone to Ayanapa Napa uh, FC, but then I went to Austria, you know, instead. But then he still was interested in me. So then he was like, oh, I know the president then in our know, media, it's a good place for Jimmy to come back and, you know, since he's been injured and to, you know, build his level back up and also his fitness and stuff. And then, yeah. So then they, you know, took me in straight away. They'd never even seen me play before, but they just kind of had the belief. They watch, I get, they watched me videos and stuff, but they never seen me in real life play and then watch me videos. The recommendation must have helped though, surely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. And I also played against the president's son as well. He played for, Ammonia 29 in the second division. Oh, right. Okay. His son was, I think, the left back. So I was playing up front to play against him as well. So he knew me that way. So right. yeah, but the president himself had never seen me. So he was kind of investing in a guy he'd never seen before. He was blindly, you know, believing in me, you know, which a lot of clubs wouldn't ever really do. They'd never take that kind yeah. of chance. But, you know, he really to this day he always tells me every day, like, I believe in you, Jimmy, I believe in you. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, so then they just, you know. Offered, they gave uh, my agent, they made an offer, and then, you know, it made sense. And then June, I came in, and then they sorted out like my f- extra physio to do for me. So I came in a month earlier than preseason. So most clubs are not doing that, you know what I mean? And our media, they really, really looked after me in that way, that I came in at the end of June, and preseason started first week of August. So I was doing physio every single week to get back and stuff like that. So they were looking after me. So yeah, they're just, honestly, really, they're they're just amazing people down here, you know, from the club and just the people in the village, just genuinely, I love it here, to be honest, I can't lie.
1: Well, you do hear a lot of nightmare stories about Cyprus, be it, you know, I'm sure you've been keeping tabs with a lot of things that go on, you've got the referees' cars being bombed, you've got match fixing, you've got all mm. sorts of stuff happening, and as a as a footballer that doesn't speak the language, I'm assuming you don't speak the language, at least not fluently. I'm guessing you don't read the papers or anything. So you're not privy to what's happening in Cyprus. So you're kind of like an alien in that respect where you're just focusing on your own game. So when I hear the positive stuff, like, you know, a third division team looking after their players, for me, knowing the the environment, it is a big deal because it's, it's a rarity, you know? So this this season, you guys said you guys have started really well. You're third in the table, um, We're undefeated as well. We're undefeated, so. un, unbeaten. Yeah, I think uh, yeah. and Nicosia are the, the only unbeaten team in the first division. You know, yeah, so really. you guys are kind of leveling up there. But yeah, yeah, in terms right. of the ambitions for this season, is the target promotion or is it well? You know, there are other teams that are in and around because that third division is grueling, bro. It's 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 competitive.
2: Yeah, it's dog-eat-dog dog over here, I'm not going to lie, every game is a cup final for us, every game, but yeah, for us, to answer your question, I mean, promotion, that's what That's what we're playing for, really, you know what I mean, and especially within the first five games, seeing what we can do, we beat teams like Spartacus, you know, they were the favourites to, to go up, and, you know, we beat them, you know, quite comfortably, if I'm being honest, so... We we have an amazing squad, you know what I mean. Every player from the start, you know, to even the players on the bench, we have a great team, and we have a great. Everyone is is going in the same direction, which is the most important. And a lot of teams struggle to to have that, to have that kind of environment where everyone is going in the same, same direction. The coach, he's you know, you know, Angelos Misos, he's he's made it in a way where, you know, he's everyone is dialed in. You know what I mean? Since preseason, he's just. You know, he's been preaching that we're a team, we're a team, we're a team. And, you know, now that everyone is, the season started, everyone is just, you know, in the same direction. So that's why when you come to play us, it's it's a difficult game because you're playing against more than just the 11 that are on the pitch. You're also playing against the bench. You're also playing against, you know, the fans that come to see us as well. So, you know, it's, our media home is a tough game this season. Let's put it that way. So, yeah. So, you know, for us, the... We're going in a good way. And, you know, I looked at promotion, what it looks like. I mean, well, to stand for because you know how the third division works. There's the, you know, after Christmas, then there's the divided into the first it half. Splits, split. yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what I was looking at, it, it looks like the teams that make it, you have to get at least 20 points anyway. So right now we're at 11. So that's about nine points away, so roughly, you know what I mean? So it's like, we're going in a good way. And I think promotion is is definitely in the sights anyway.
1: Well, you don't want to put too much pressure on yourself and your teammates, but it is a realistic option. I think there are other good teams in that league, especially, um, you know, Apea being one of them. I know they've had an indifferent season, but they've got a good win at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Derinha, obviously, top of the league, Skibo are, are there or thereabouts. So, obviously, you're going to want the club to do well for, you know, the, the fans, everyone in and around the club. But for yourself, especially, having come to Cyprus, it's your second by the cherry, so to speak. You know, you come back from a pretty big injury as well. You seem to have hit some form. And also, I've noticed that you've got a bit of a social media presence being built here because you do a lot of video diaries, especially on TikTok, about Cyprus. Have you had much feedback from people outside of Cyprus, like your friends, about the island? Because I know various players that have played in Cyprus personally, that from the UK, like Matt Derbyshire, um, Killian Sheridan from Ireland, as you know. Um, so you know, they love the island. Jason Punch, a friend of mine, is, is a head coach of Bayer. Have your friends asked you about Cyprus, like especially your mates that are, pl- are playing football at the moment?
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, uh, there's a even where I was in Austria as well. Like, there's a few players that I've had, a few teammates and stuff like that. Like, my agent, he's um, he's from Austria, so he's now trying to. I'm the only player that he has in his, you know, agency that, um, that's in cyprus now so now he's trying to when he's looking at you know how things are now he's actually trying to work in a way where he can bring a few players from austria and bring them over here and have like i don't know like a you know friendly matches with your Cypriot teams and to bring them in you know kind of like a nike academy kind of situation but you know obviously at a less level but you know what i mean that, that's what he's trying to do now so yeah you know people obviously. It's, it's definitely a good place to come 100 percent like you were saying there there's bad everywhere you know what I mean everywhere has their bad stories but you know if you want to focus on the good sides of, of Cypress I'd say it's definitely a place where they give people a chance you know what I mean that you have a fair chance to come in and to you know if you're coming from an injury like myself to 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 build back up you know what I mean so I definitely say it's a place where you know that people should come 100. percent
1: Brilliant, and uh, just one more question about your social media. W- what's the uh, What's the target? Is that just you know for you to have a bit of fun with you know your video diary, everything like that? Or is this is there something yeah. more down the line? <laughs> I'll just be having
2: the crack with that man. There's there's no, <laughs> there is no uh, like I don't want to have. I mean, not at like, I mean, I wouldn't mind a million followers, but sure, look, <laughs> it's not like uh, so. I was really just bored. Like like I said, I came here a month before, and um, so. There was no training with the teams or anything. So I was, you know, on my own. I'm used to being on my own, you know. I've been away since away from my family home since, like, 16, 17. So I'm used to it, yeah. But now I was just kind of like, ah, sure, look, you know what I mean? There's, why not, like, you know what I mean? Why not make, like, uh, these TikTok and all that? Like, just see what what, what it's like. And in fairness, like, I've actually met some very good people on there as well who tell me about Cyprus and things like that, you know. Because all my following is, like, I only have like about 500 followers on TikTok. It's not much, but all of them are Cypriots, so they are like. Sometimes I will get messages from people who, you know, even some younger lads as well who are playing football who need advice and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a small thing. It's not like a, a publicity kind of thing, you know what I mean? It's more just there's a there's kind of like a it's like a good message behind it, you know what I mean? Like for example, for there's sure. a there's one young lad who played for. Can't remember the team Olympiacos. I think he played for the academy there and he was asking me advice and things like that. And, you know, things like that. So that's kind of what I do it for. I don't do it for like, you know, any other
1: Of course. But I think it's good that you're diarising everything because not only do you get to go back and check your progress, but there are going to be people out there that have got, a I don't know, the wrong perception about Cypriot football because you do hear a lot of nightmare stories. But mm-hmm. for someone such as yourself to be out there effectively starting from scratch, because that's what you're doing, really. Mm. You're building your reputation up there. You're building your development, everything like that. And they're probably seeing what you're doing and thinking, okay, well, it's not as bad as what people think it is. And I can survive because let's get it right. English is a second language in Cyprus anyway. Mm. So, you know, obviously once you get used to the whole cultural difference and how You know, how they work out there with the driving and just little things here. You could probably get away with in Cyprus, but not in the UK. But this is how it is. So, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm intrigued to see how far you're going to go. And I really hope things work out for you, man. Because, you know, you're you're passionate about the game. You're still young. You're still learning. And um, you've got a a love for the island as well. So, good luck to you, man.
2: Exactly. Yeah, like for me, if that can be like a gateway for people to... To look and see what Cyprus even get a good idea about it that it's not just all bad stories, you know what I mean? Because I guess, look, if you could put every country under the radar and say, and only show the bad parts, sure, you wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> You'd probably move of to course. space or something, you know what I mean? But of course, <laughs> Cyprus. I think if I can, if if my if my uh, page or Atom can show the good sides of it and how people are and stuff like that, then you know, then that's I'd like that anyway. If that's if that's the case, it's but not, anyway, you me, the. It's a great place anyway. I'm, I'm having a good time. I, I haven't a bad word to say about Cyprus or, or media, really. Like, I love it here. I'd recommend anyone to come here.
1: Excellent, excellent. Well, boys and girls, that was Jimmy check him out all of his social medias are in the description below don't forget to give us a follow on twitter and instagram at this is my and we'll be back very very soon
0: hey guys it is ryan i'm not sure if you know this about me but i'm a bit of a fun fanatic when i can i like to work but i like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a New chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DW, avoid or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, eighteen plus.